forever. Dog. Hello and welcome to another episode of the American Arts and Culture Review Podcast. My name is Whitmer Thomas and I'm joined as always by my number one co-host, Clay Taylor. And today on the podcast, we'll be having our number one guest, Joe Fair, along with our number one audience member, Rodney Berry. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Go ahead, hit it, Clay. Okay, It's in the middle key. Oh, uh, that, it's in yes. D. Yeah, see the two ones right here? It's yeah. the middle one right here. Ooh, that's really good. <laughs> so uh, today on the uh, podcast, we have our... What are we doing today? Well, we're going to talk about the film Isn't It Romantic, but we also... What, wait, what, what is romantic? It isn't the movie. Huh? The movie is called Isn't It Romantic. Well, who's on first? Mm, yeah, who is on first? Rebel, right. Rebel Wilson's on first? Wait, she's on first? Yeah. Who's on second? Uh, one of the Hemsworths. Okay. Is Liam. that right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but more, more play some baseball music. Most importantly, we have our number one guest today is uh, Joe Para. How you doing, Joe? Hey, Joe. Thanks for having me, Wood and Clay. It's nice to be here. Uh, we really appreciate you stopping by. On the podcast, we typically like to have um, some type of expert be our guest. Um, and uh, you're an expert in marriage. That's right. I've been married for uh, one month, and uh, I think I know <laughs> quite a bit now. Yeah, yeah, handle this sucker. Yeah, I know. I, yeah. Well, we really look forward to hearing more about that. But first, do you mind if we talk so, about the film? Isn't it romantic? Sure. Wait, is there um, a wife in that movie? No. So it's a romance movie with no but wives. But there is a couple. There's a wedding happening in the movie. But that's where wives come from. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let me play some wife music. So get used to this song because you're gonna get wives a lot come of this from wedding. Well, people what? don't know. Well, as a kid, I'd always ask my dad where wives, wives come, come from. from. Yeah, and he told me he always had to make up a lie about the stork. Yeah, but it really turns out they come <laughs> from weddings. weddings. And I know we're not getting into it yet, Joe, but you can agree. Yeah, yeah. You 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 meet your wife at the wedding for the first time. <laughs> so that you say you've only known your wife for one month. Yeah, no, no, I've been uh, married for one month, but I think I got it figured out. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get into that later, but first, let's talk about the film Isn't It Romantic? Isn't It, Isn't it Romantic is a film, a uh, romantic comedy starring Rebel Wilson. It's just like a. Is this, is this like an action movie? No, it's a rom-com. It's a classic rom-com. Okay. You know, I've read a lot about this movie, and uh, apparently they're trying to bring romantic comedies back. Why? Into Hollywood, because there's been a long period of time with no romantic comedies. Joe, I bet your wife loves this romantic, rom-com crap. I, we haven't talked about it. <laughs> You don't know what movies she likes? No, we're still in the book stage. <laughs> Talking about books. Okay. Well, yeah, the early stages. Well, that's the, you know, everyone knows with the relationships, there's an order. There's the there's the book stage, then there's movies, and then you listen to um, 
podcasts. Right, right, right. in the in the golden years. Of the- <laughs> yeah. And hopefully, before you die, you get into music. That's right. But some might say that there, since there's music, it seems like you're the life expert here, my guy. Well, yeah, I've just been I've been reading up about it because I was reading up about this film. Yeah. And some might say that because you are technically listening to music while watching movies a lot of the time, that counts as listening to music. So you didn't pick up the book and uh, go to the chapter. When do we have sex? Well, that's I did that. Yeah, I mean that's everybody's first experience with sex stuff is in middle school when they go rent that book. <laughs> when did we have sex? And, the, and it, it, chapter one, uh, first day of the wedding. Yeah, first day. Yeah. Now, Joe, we won't get into that. <laughs> we, yeah, we don't get into the dirty stuff here, but that's uh, private information. It's private. Um, but there's gotta be there's I can't imagine there's anything better than. Filling yourself up with steak and cake, yeah. and then going home with your new wife after the wedding, and f- and having sex. Having the first time. Sex. <laughs> oh come yeah. on, guys! Uh, <laughs> sorry, Joe. Joe's blushing. Um, okay, well, Joe, have you heard of the film? Isn't it romantic? I saw the, the the poster on the subway, and she's got her arms crossed as if she doesn't believe she's it. She's not having it. Yeah, she. So you're right because she doesn't like. Um, romance, and she don't like romantic comedies because when she's a little girl, her mom told her that stuff ain't real and it's never gonna happen for you. Her mom told her that. Yeah, in Australia, and while she and her mom put poured a glass of wine and put a scoop of ice cream in it. What the what the time time movie is? This? I know. As soon as that happened, I'm like, well, let's let's make a movie about that because I want to <laughs> know that. So that's a scene she tells her her daughter that love doesn't exist, and then she puts a, a scoop of vanilla in a glass of wine. Well, actually, she puts the vanilla in the wine before she tells her. Huh. Can you believe that? That's crazy. <laughs> am I? Am I? She sounds like she's stupid. The mom? Yes. Uh, at a Valentine. Yeah, I'd say she has a really stupid mom. Okay. Oh. But then you never see this mom again because guess what? She leaves. Well, really stupid. She's music. in Australia and she leaves Australia when she grows up. The mom does? No, the, the little girl. The mom's not grown up. The mom is grown up. But the so little the girl. mom is a little kid. No, mom she is a grown woman. She's, mom, let me just write this down. Okay, mom so mom is what do you say, nine years old? Then she she goes, no, mom is older than nine. No wonder she likes ice cream so much. She's freaking nine years old. Okay, so mom, then little girl grows into big girl named uh, Rebel Wilson, who's a comedic force. Rebel Wilson is now in her thirties, and she has a job as an architect. And which is kind of like a classic romantic comedy trope is that Big that, that job in New York and bouncing around with like papers and stuff like that, right? Yeah, right. like George Costanza. Is that what he did? He, he just always told people that. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. He yeah. sounds he sounds like a sneaky little bitch. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So <laughs> you don't do that around me. <laughs> Why, Clay? But your ass. <laughs> So she's fumbling around, and people take advantage of her. And people are like, "Give me coffee," or like, and she's like, "I'm an architect here. I don't need. I don't take your orders." But she actually does take their orders, and she gets some coffee. What would you like to have? What? The what would you like to have? Frappuccino. What's like? I gotta build a house. She doesn't build the house. Uh, she designs it. Tell me how. You're wrong. thinking of a construction worker. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Tell me, explain why I'm wrong. Well, because the architect designs it, the construction worker. Listen, she's too busy working at this restaurant. No, it's not a restaurant. It's an architecture firm. Now prove me wrong on this. The second thing I was wrong about. Well, because she has the papers and she's going to a meeting. Why does she have papers? She builds houses. No, you she designs the house, Clay. She's designing a house. She goes there, where she runs into her friend. Um, Adam Devine from Workaholics. I think I, I, wait, I think I understand. Can you make sure? Uh, she doesn't build houses, nor does she work at a restaurant. Right. Go off, King. Okay, so Adam Devine is goofing on her, and it's obvious Adam Devine has a crush on her. And their chemistry is off the charts. Okay? It's probably some it. leftover chemistry from Pitch Perfect. One and two. And three. There's three of them? Yes. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Okay. So... I have it ready. So Adam Devine is always looking at this poster of this hot girl that is out out in front of uh, Rebel Wilson's window. It's this hot model girl, okay? And Rebel Wilson's like, ugh, I hate that he's always looking at that hot girl billboard. It's like, that's an unrealistic beauty standard, you know? You know what I mean? I am ready. Like a classic, like, um... Um, Cindy Crawford. Remember her, Joe? Oh, yeah. She, uh, she's my favorite. Second only to Carmen Electra. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, well, I'm just there's... kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't let my wife hear that. <laughs> uh, yeah, can you edit that out? Okay. We'll edit, we'll edit anything horny that Joe says out. Anything. Yeah, yeah. And that's why this episode is five minutes long. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's really weird. I, it started as a joke, but uh, I, Dan's been calling me the the, 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 the horniest uh, guy in comedy lately. And, I, and my wife doesn't know it's a joke yet. We're long-time friends, but I don't know. I, don't, I really hope that doesn't... He, I mean, it's only been a month. You can't show them all your friends and get them to know your friends. Let's just hope it doesn't catch on. And we're sorry to uh, build onto that stigma. <laughs> no, sorry. I just got to keep my uh, clean image going. I get horny once in a while, but, <laughs> but it's, uh, it's, 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 every, it's, it's um, something I don't talk about and something also, I you keep to myself. Feel, you wouldn't feel comfortable telling us the last time you got horny? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. You say that just for the boys. But we'll <laughs> Well, we could save it for afterwards when we get wings. He can write it down for us. Yeah, just write it down. Yeah. We won't tell. Yeah. Um, oh, that's really fun. Jo- Whoa, Joe's actually writing down the last time he got horny in beautiful calligraphy. No, no, no. Wait, he's going to say this. Big W. Whoa, wait, I see. Are you saying he's dr- trying boobs? I ain't saying right. that. He's trying to get nobody now. Joe draws his point. Guys, I'm not, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Joe. All right, yeah. We will cut that out. Yeah, we'll we're so sorry. Okay, so this is an edit point right so here. So make sure to cut out at minute 1249. Thanks. I appreciate uh, it. I just, you know. I, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, no, no problem. So Adam's looking out the window at this model. It's unrealistic. Um, Rebel hates it. She hates all this stuff. Then she goes into her meeting where her boss is this dickish, like, kind of, like, yuppie American guy. Who, but he's really handsome. But And he just asked her to get um, him coffee. And she's like, but it, but I'm spicy. What would you like? No, he, he wants a black coffee. But she's like, but I'm not dead. I'm an architect. Oh, because she's the house builder. Yeah. I haven't learned I anything. I don't get you coffee. Okay. And he's like, oh, get it anyway. And she's like, okay. 
Um, then she gets off work and she's just. Well, how far into the movie are we right now? Mm, Ten minutes. That's po- how long we are into the pod, my man. What? Yeah, this movie moves. Okay. <laughs> so she gets off work and she is doing crap and running around. She hates romantic comedies and she hates all this stuff and uh-huh. she's mistreated and she freaking hates it. Yeah. And then she bonks her head on the train while she's getting mugged. The choo choo hit her in the head? Not the choo choo, the pipe. What? Now, a pipe oh, near where the, the train tra- is. Train pipe. Yeah, you know, a train, train pipe. pipe. <laughs> Joe, Joe, have you ever been bonked on the head in one of your New York City subways? Train pipes? Yeah, sure. Yeah, a couple times. I, you know, I don't. I'm looking down at uh, my uh, iPod and uh, just. I don't know. Sometimes you get lost in thought. I've knocked my head on some stuff yeah. before. Really? Have you ever had a really bad head injury? Mm, yeah, one time I got checked really hard playing ice hockey. Dang. Yeah. Did you um, ever lose a tooth as a fully grown? No. Wow. Just my wisdom teeth got taken out. Yeah. But that was it. I'm looking at Joe's drawings, and I think I'm fully grown. Clay. <laughs> no, we're going to have to cut <laughs> that out. Right, 14 sorry. minutes and 49 <laughs> seconds. Clay says, okay. Joe's drawing of a couple of perky... <laughs> Perky Naturals. <laughs> a couple of perky sets. And I'm full grown. <laughs> Guys, you're going to give me a such big trouble. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Joe. Oh, so. We're so in love. She listens to all the podcasts I do still, so. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, wow. Man. Has she listened to your Marin yet? Oh, gosh. I hope not. Because <laughs> no, she... you tell her who your guys are? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, you don't want your wife to know who your guys are. Yeah, so you haven't had... Every husband has to have that talk with their wife eventually about who their guys are so that she doesn't get mad when they when she hears their and WTF. you Chuck Berry at her? Yeah. If you had to say your top three guys, who would they be? Dan, uh, Connor, and uh, Tomas. Okay. Wow. Oh, those are, so your guys are your friends. Oh, what are we talking about? Well, when Mark asks, he's talking about musicians... But I think oh. that your friends are probably better, right? If my friends got, I guess, yeah. If I would like, I like to listen to my friends. They're not a band, but oh, I'm sorry. I was mean, was Dan Licata ever in a band? Uh, Dan, uh, yes, he was. And I don't want to say the name. Uh, on, also, for the same reason, I don't want to say uh, why, whether I'm horny or not because it's an appropriate name. Wait, can you write okay. can you write the band name down? Uh uh no, let's no, not make okay. him write it down. Okay. Okay, can I be, be honest? Yeah. Sure. I'm kind of I feel really bad right now. Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here to let you know about our latest episode of Office Hours Live. Office Hours is great fun. With the great John Early and Theta Hamill. Very handsome. Thank they're you. Here, they're, thank you. They're here to talk about their new movie, Stress Positions. And we just had a, a wonderful time. There was a lot of laughter and joy. Don't believe me? Well, listen for yourself on the podcast app of your choice. You're not going to want to miss a second. That's at Office Hours Live at the podcast app of your choice. Bum, 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 bum. I love Vic and Doug, and I love drinking my wine. I'm not married. I've, I've, I lied about that. I'm not a marriage expert. I thought it would be funny to come on the show and do it. And I feel like I'm just building lie upon lie, and I can't do it. 
What a twist! I don't know. I'm being straight. Like I'm trying to keep these things, uh, these lies, kind of organized so uh -huh. that I could keep the bits going. Mm -hmm. But I don't have a sophisticated brain. <laughs> I can't put together a bunch of lies and pretend to be married for a whole this is hour. This like the Thomas Crown affair. Uh -huh. Okay. Really, I've never seen that. But I don't know. Maybe I should. Um, maybe I'll. I'll go and. Uh, I don't know. Okay. So you maybe want to just. Let me think of some something real I could talk about, and I'll come back as myself and just... On another episode. Yeah, if that's all right. I'm sorry. I just... Oh, no, it's okay. Don't we have a habit all the time? I admit, I'm not being funny, and it's just because I'm trying to keep all these things straight, and I, I want to be funny for you guys. Okay. I, I appreciate you having me on, but um, maybe some other time. Okay, yeah, no problem. Okay, by the way, I'm, I'm not married, so... Oh, yeah, sorry, geez. Joe. We didn't mean to put you on the spot. It's okay. Okay. So if you can, you're welcome to leave if you want. All right. I'll, I'll, um, okay. All right. No, I'll wait for you in the lobby so we can still get beers after. Okay. All right, cool. <laughs> okay. That sounds, that sounds really good. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm embarrassed. This is why I don't do podcasts. Okay. All right. I'll see you, Joe. Okay. Bye, Joe. Bye, Joe. See you guys. Wow. 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 That's, that's sad. Yeah. What would, you, what would you, what would you rate the, the movie? Uh, on a scale from zero to ten. Well, basically, real fast. Just let, let's just say I feel really bad about that. About what? We put Joe on the spot like that and made him lie. Well, he did tell us he was a marriage expert. Yeah, and yeah. he was getting me horny. Yeah, and you know, obviously, Clay, that's you know, that's what made him uncomfortable. You shouldn't have been asking me. And All right, but I. You know, I go beast mode when I get horny. Yeah, that's true. Well, okay, when any of us get horny, we all our brains stop working. And Clay beefs so up you bigger can't than keep most. Keep all your lies together. Yeah, Clay beefs up bigger than most. That's why he makes sure to moisturize. Yeah, so he can get stretchy. Oh. That's right. I don't know. That's my well, I just want to say, oh. let me just, real quick, Clay, let me just say what happens in this movie. Okay, hurry up. She dude. wakes up in the hospital and she's inside of a romantic comedy. Wait, how far into the movie are we now? Uh, this is the second act. She wakes up and she's inside of a romantic comedy and she okay. now has to live her life, but she's aware of it and she okay. hates inside of this romantic comedy. And she goes through all these romantic okay. comedy tropes. Okay. And then eventually she discovers that the only way she can get out of this romantic comedy is, is if she learns to respect herself. It's not if she learns how to get the guy, as if she it's if she learns to respect herself. Wow. And it's really fun. And then she wakes up and um and in the real world and she goes to Adam Divine from Workaholics okay. and she says, That girl out there is unrealistic and you should be staring at her. And he goes, I've been staring at you the whole time. And they kiss. And then they dance in the street and it's the end of the movie. That's beautiful. And because of that great message Did she get married? No. Uh, I give it a 10 out of 10. And she... What about you, Rod? Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely going to have to give this movie a 10 out of 10. I, anytime Adam Devine is dancing in the street, I, I love it. What about you, Clay? Uh, well, I'm almost done with my review uh, here. And all I need to do is write, um, uh, then she has sex before marriage and <laughs> waits to go... Hell. Okay, so um, uh, I just need to know what type of um, uh, music I need for this freaking awesome sauce movie. Something sweet with a jazz pop tinge. Okay, so some romantic music. Yeah. I can get behind that. Okay, here we go. Let's see. It. No, let's get a little more. I want, I want something steamy, my guy. 
Okay, this is good. Ooh, this is sexy. Uh, hi, my name is Clay Tatum, and this is my review of Who's My Wife? Um, uh, 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 first, 2019, now 2019. Uh, and here's what happens in the movies, and I'm also going to tell you my thoughts on the movies and give it a, a score from 0 to 10. 0 being the worst, 10 being the freaking bias. Awesome, boss. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, she's not having... I don't know why I'm, what I'm in by that. Uh, Mom is nine years old, and she drinks wine. Uh, Rebel Without a Cause. Uh, Rebel is not a home builder or a restaurant lady. More like Rebel Without a Job. Uh, she's in rom-com. Okay, you get it now. Then she has sex before marriage and waits to go to hell. Okay, so for that and every, for everything that I just said, I uh, I I think I'm going to give this movie a freaking 10 out of 10, which will play a score around. Rod, did you say what you are scoring? Yeah, I gave freaking? it a 10 out of 10. That's a great score. That's a, that's just as good as my score. What you, what's your thought? What do you think about that? I think it's great. So we, it did get a perfect score, which is a 30%, but because there's two 10s, that means it's a, it's a 60%, 60%, which is a D minus. That means a D minus. Right. Which is a perfect Perfect score. Um, in uh, my book. Okay, well, that's really good. I recommend everybody get up there and. Wait, what's that? It sounds like a knock at the door. Well, let me get the door. Stop. Maybe. So wait, I'm getting up. Okay. I'm getting up from my chair right now. Oh, yeah, he's getting up. He's slow. Oh, it's me stretching. Oh, this is not for so long. Uh, let me get the door here. I'll pull and get the knob here. This knob, this knob is, uh, this gets stuck. You have to tug harder. Oh, tug. All right. Oh. <laughs> what the heck? It, wait. Whoa. What? Who? This is insane. How did you? You listen, looks like, are you Martin Scorsese? That's right. It's be Martin Scorsese. <laughs> what the heck? What the heck? Well, sorry, Mr. Martin. Let me play some. Uh, How did you know about this podcast? Let me play some. I classic. search for every uh, movie podcast. As you know, I'm not only a filmmaker, but a film lover. And I searched for every film podcast I could get my names on or my hands on. And um, yeah, I've been listening to you guys and wanted to just drop in. Wow. Yeah. We really appreciate it. We're such big fans. I'm a huge like, freaking fan. Man. I mean, like, uh, likewise, this is... What? Uh, what the heck? <laughs> I don't, don't want to get you guys going too much, but yeah, I love your work. I love listening to you guys on the set. Um, Dang. Wow. That's so cool. Because, Martin, Clay and I like to make films. Yeah, I've seen all the Power Violence movies online. Wow. Delicious. The I Buddhist, am just The Buddhist, Fast and oh, Loose. Wow. I am just... No way. Wow. Yeah. I watch them all on my iPad when I, before I fall asleep. <laughs> you do? Yeah. <laughs> I like just wow. watching fun comedy uh, films. It's what's great about your movies is that they're they're comedic, but they're also well done from a film perspective. And, and that's, that's what, what you I like. like. I like to watch. I honestly I got into it through your uh, your, car, your auto talk video, oh, wow. which was a little bit goofier. But then I kept going and I saw wow, these guys are really shooting on some nice high quality cameras. And that's what you like. And we uh -huh. love cameras. Yes, me too. I'm talk for hours about the cameras. I, I know. So I've seen pictures of you on. The film sets and your cameras are really big yeah is, yeah is that is it hard to move around with a big camera 
Yeah, I mean, uh, we have dollies, we have uh, all sorts of equipment to use, and we also get big cameramen. But oh. yeah, I'm a fan <laughs> of big camera because you can fit the, the big film in the back in the day, and now you fit the big video cards because I know you guys, I'm sure you're aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've never gotten to do anything on, um, on film. Really? So it must be cool to grow up in a in a time period when you got to use film and now digital. It was, uh, I mean, it was a pain, but it was wonderful. You can't quite match the look. Okay, uh, so but, there's a question that I've always wanted to ask you. Yeah. Um, in Taxi Driver, you you put yourself in Taxi Driver, and you played a very uh, scary character that was that looked very mean and said mean nasty things. And he was really nasty, and that was probably shot on big film. Um, um, do you now shoot on big video? Yes. Okay. The answer is that. And that's how it fits into the screen. Yes. We have, um, they're, uh, they're large sensors we use and the big cameras because you got to equip a big sensor inside the big camera. And your camera guy's like freaking huge. He's, we get big guys. You got to carry them. (laughs) You got to carry them around. Big sturdy guys carrying the cameras around. The guys, the camera's so big you can't even f- fit them on sticks. You just got two guys carrying them around like a baby. <laughs> I'm like, point them over there. Now over there. Now over there. <laughs> yeah, eight angles going at once. <laughs> so, so your day moves right by because you get all those that coverage like that. We got yes, it, it goes fast, but also we go through our big guys fast. Yeah. Oh, so you go get these big guys. They basically yeah. <laughs> you know we don't you don't run a film stock these days. You run out of fresh arms. Wow. Run the camera there. <laughs> yeah, it takes two guys, yeah. and then you got who are your eight, eight shots? Set yeah, up? eight yeah. cameras. Set who up? are your favorite so sixteen guys? Who are your favorite two guys? Uh, Leonard uh, uh, Hoover. Uh, <laughs> Well, there's there's two guys on the side. He carries a camera around the size of a cannon. Leonard Hoover, huh? Yeah. What about the other guy? Uh, well, there's two guys outside named Wally and Bingo. Wally and Bingo. <laughs> yeah, they, they're two of my better guys. They're so good, they don't even look, need to look to the eyepiece anymore. <laughs> yeah, they can just feel it. Yeah. Dang. That's what it's about. You do it enough years, you just get a feel for it. And you've been doing it for a long time. You've worked a lot with Robert De Niro and Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Is there something that you like more like what 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 have you kind of learned from both of those actors um they're good at different types of stuff <laughs> sometimes here's the one thing that's, that's so, true sometimes there's a big yelly roll and you big you get a big yelly guy yes yeah. am i talking i'm speaking the lingo right yeah i'm trying to think of a good uh example of a big yelly guy um i guess uh I, oh yes uh uh What's my friend's name? Uh, 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 Joe Pesci. Uh, yeah, Joe Pesci. Yeah. Yeah. He, he and he's small, which is funny because he's big when he yells. Yeah. That's what stood out at first. Uh, they don't expect it, but... Is Joe scared from people the size of Big or Wally? Uh, does, he, does he, like, try to hide under a chair every time he sees the big camera guys? Uh, for the first couple films, uh, by Goodfellas, he was no longer scared of the cameras or cameraman. <laughs> That's actually how we started using the Rolling Stones in the film. 
he would be so scared of the cameraman and he was a big Stones fan at the time so we'd have to put on a, a start me up or a, what is it just a shot away yeah yeah this is a great pump and it just it just accidentally ends up in the movie because you're playing it so much yeah we get him pumped up and then the songs just it works he does his best acting when the songs are being played on a, a, on set and it's just it's on uh, set recordings wow I didn't realize that yeah we got eight cameras going doing a live edit and that's how the music all works oh and you edit it live right wow yeah. that seems oh my gosh right so mm, mm, uh, so you've made two religious films you made the film um, Silence recently and you also well, you can argue all my films are uh, are religious because uh, you got a Catholic man making them oh uh, yeah <laughs> Right. <laughs> play some Catholic music. Yeah, go play a Catholic. And song. how devout are you to the Catholic Church? Um, uh, per, uh, you like that stuff? I do. I do. I mean, yes, we are funded. Uh, no, uh, yeah, I grew up Catholic. It's just uh, I've, I've I've never I've I go to church every Sunday. I don't know. It's interesting, I guess, to me talk about. I okay, kinda, yeah. What I present to my films is my. And do you ever feel shame or guilt because some of your films are vulgar? Um. Yes. And is there like um, like in the movie Bringing Out the Dead, you had where Nicolas Cage is an ambulance driver and he deals with dead people all day. Um, did you ever feel weird, grossed out, having to work with all those dead people? A little bit, but I don't know. You get over it. I mean, you, you, wait, they're, they're actually extra, uh, either fake uh, extras or they're uh, uh, artificial cadavers. We don't use... Ah, okay. I just I I I know that like if Clay and I were on the lower side of the filmmaking industry, we have to work with um real dead people. If we want a dead You guys are pulling my leg. Are you serious? Uh yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh wow. Great. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing. I haven't um is it that happened in uh, oh gosh, are they on Vimeo? Uh yeah. These dead people are on Vimeo. These <laughs> dead people are on Vimeo, yeah. Okay, I'll have to check it out. And That's then our camera guys are the size of a dog. Well, <laughs> these cameras are really. You've smart. been in interviews saying you are just in the same way that you. It took you a little while to go to digital. You have taken a little while to go to Vimeo. You're still a YouTube guy, and before that, you were fully committed to Daily Motion. Yeah. Well, I can't say there's a bidding war for my last, my next upcoming film, The Irishman. It's, there was a bidding war between Daily Motion, YouTube, Vimeo, and we're going. And the Theater. And the movie theater. <laughs> and we decided we are going to put it on Vimeo with a password protected link. Oh, good. And so how will people see it? If you uh, um, if you email me a dollar, uh, or you know, if you, um, I don't know, what is it, a Venmo? If you Venmo mm -hmm. at Scorsese Movie Guy a dollar, I'll send you the <laughs> link. Because they didn't and have your name. <laughs> I'll send you the link to the movie from my uh, with the password oh. from my personal email. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, nice little note too. Thanks for watching my movie, The Irishman. <laughs> that <laughs> is really nice. The old guys are back together. <laughs> so, what do you like to do? You're always making films. You're always like watching films. What's something that you like to do just to be peaceful? 
I do like taking long walks, and that's where I do my thinking. That's where I come up with more movie ideas. And um, I don't know. I like going to nice restaurants with Robert De Niro on Sunday nights. Would you say that he's one of your guys? Are you referencing Mark Marin? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You know I directed three episodes of Marin. What? what? Really? Yeah, I used I used a, a fake name, but um, was yeah. it? Bob, is your fake name Bobcat Goldplate? Uh, or is that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, he directed a bunch. I kind of ghost directed underneath him. So you him. stepped in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, brought my, I brought my chair on set and did my thing. Did you bring your chair with you? <laughs> yep. Did you bring uh, Bingo? Uh, yes, I brought Bingo and Wally and... <laughs> And um, yeah, we brought the big cameras. There's, you can tell in the, there's more pixels on a couple episodes of Marion oh, for yeah. the film, it, for the film people get to who see know I'm talking about. You bingo shadow. It's just hard to avoid. It was, you guys will like this one. One time, bingo, bingo, uh, he, he accidentally knocked Mark Marin with the camera, and uh, Mark turned around to see who who did it because Mark likes to fight. And, uh, Classic. And, but then he turned around and he's ready to fight on his bingo there. And he's just such a big dude. Mark backed off. He said, "Sorry, I'll let it. I'll let it go." And then later, uh, Bingo followed him to his car. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I like the Bingo guy. <laughs> and he put on. Uh, he he uh, waited for Mark Marin to sit down in his seat, and then Mark put his uh, seatbelt on tight. And you know, like what you do with your uh, uh, siblings, you tighten their seatbelt real tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Bingo sure safe. Yeah, but then you go a little bit further than yeah, that to make sure they're uncomfortable. Yeah. And Bingo did that, and he um, he said, uh, Mark, um, Mark, you got to be more respectful on set. And ever since, Mark has been, I, from what I've heard on Glow, he's much nicer to deal with than he was on Marin. Wow. Yeah. Man, what, man, that Lenny, man. Yeah. He's, wow, what a good guy. He could have easily bonked him on the head to death. Just give him one good bonk, probably. Yeah, but instead he just told him to be more respectful. I'd be like, he'd get bonked on the head. He'd go, WTF, (laughs) open the gates. Heaven's gates. I'm dead. He usually locks the gates. Oh, he locks the gates. Yeah. Unlock the gates. Here I come. (laughs) Um, So, you... I, you know, are known a lot. A lot of people know you for the spaghetti, the documentary you made about your mom making spaghetti. American spaghetti. Yes, yes, it's, it's fun. I wanted to capture the American, Italian American experience on film, and what is more Italian American than spaghetti? A big ball of spaghetti. So I've had her. Uh, we filmed her with a film camera making a bowl of spaghetti. It's just about a, a bowl the size of. Um, uh, like a cereal bowl and mm-hmm. she filled them with spaghetti mm-hmm. and she poured the, the sauce on top the hot spaghetti that warmed up the sauce because the spaghetti was hot mm-hmm. I bet when you th- thought of this idea you just jumped up right out of bed and you just had to make it yeah I yeah I, yeah, I was what was I wanted to uh, do something to to, to, to um, I don't know what do I love most about my parents the spaghetti yeah <laughs> And so I decided to put all the things I put on my films are the things I love most. Spaghetti, spaghetti the spaghetti. stones, the stones, <laughs> New York, New York, Mark Marin, Mark Marin, um, <laughs> Las Vegas, the cars. What? I love cars. Oh yeah. So what what kind of car is your favorite? 
um, the taxi. <laughs> taxi driver. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I like taxi cars. Taxi cars are good, and I also like the bus cars that has that you can fit more people in the bus cars. Yeah. Why don't they just sell the bus as like a car that anyone can have? They do that with the taxi car. <laughs> I think I'm getting my next movie idea. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Wow. Martin Scorsese. So Martin, can can do you mind if I ask you? Um, if a couple just qu- advice questions about making movies. Sure, I love helping out young filmmakers. Okay, well, first, do you think it's important to go? You went to NYU Film School, but but do you think it's important if you want to be a filmmaker to go to film school? Um, yes and no. Yes, and that is good to. Um, I don't know. Whatever you got to do to get the big cameras, you got to do. But at film school, they are known for having those big cameras. NYU students have access to the big cameras in a way that's not financially viable to the people who don't go to NYU. Right. Yeah. It's a shame. I get it. But you can do. You can get to the big cameras another way. Working your way up on a film crew, or um, just writing and kind of doing a. Um, What's his name? Who made a movie and then he got to use the big cameras? Big Chucky. Yes. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that's right, Big Chucky. <laughs> Wait, now, what movie did Big Chucky make? Do you, do you ever? Uh, he does all Kanye West music yeah. videos. Yeah. He did that big Kanye movie that with all the different music videos. Yeah. Oh, that was a Big Chucky film. Oh, so Martin, do you? Yeah. So, like you were just saying just now, you can work your way up. Do you ever have a fear of, um, what are your guys' names again? Uh, uh, Wally and... Bingo. Bingo. Yeah, do you ever have a fear that they'll leave you and make their own movie? Uh, yeah, but I think that'd be a good thing. Every, you know, you can't keep people around forever. You hope they go on to make their own movies and, and, um, I get new young people to do the, do the do the cameras also you kind of these camera guys age out because they can't carry the cameras anymore yeah big chucky was a camera guy for uh ham daniels (laughs) for ham daniels Uh uh-huh what movie did ham daniels make uh clam and the gangs (laughs) oh yeah that's a good one yeah (laughs) oh man well okay so the reason i brought that up yeah martin is because well earlier today yeah I ran into Bingo. Yeah. And he's... How, uh, how, 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 how do you go a day without bumping into him? He's so big. <laughs> well, I recognize him because I saw I saw the special features of Gangs of New York. Oh, yes. Yeah. And Bingo told me uh-huh. that he you had seen some of the Auto Talk, which is a video that we made, and yeah. that you showed it to him. Mm-hmm. And he asked me if I had an agent, and he said... Could do you mind giving this script I wrote that I'm trying to make to your agent? What's the name of the script? Well, I was gonna go sh- off real quick. As far as you can. The name of the script is. What is it? Real quick. Is the is the two tub boys? Okay. <laughs> and and I, it's starts. Two tub boys. Okay. Yeah. Of and course. I. I I can tell you're feeling uncomfortable because he hasn't told you about it. I mean, I get a lot of movie pitches, but I usually just say, uh, I, I can't, you know, I, it's weird. You know, there's lots of uh, legal stuff involved, but. Right. Okay. What, 
I'm well, here. Why don't you tell me? Well, I just think when when you said two tough boys, yeah, Martin's head head was spinning with ideas. Well, he said, I just was wondering if maybe you could read it and give it to your agent. I just want to know it's good before I give it to my beloved mentor, Martin Scorsese. And and so I read it. What is it about, real quick? It's about Fast these. Can. It's about these two boys. Where does it take place? Who go snorkeling in the bathtub, <laughs> and when they dip their head with their snorkel on, they go. They imagine these this beautiful world. Yeah. Where they can do anything. Really? Yeah. It's called the Two Tub Boys. That's fantastic. And That's... it's really good. Yeah. So where do they end up? Who's the, who's the what are the names of the protagonists? Sorry to put you on the spot, but that's what you can. The name of the protagonist is um, Brent. Who's yeah. the first chubby tub boy? Well, there's a, a chubby tub boy named Clark. Oh, they're chubby. Yeah, I like this. I like yeah. this more. And so, the, yeah, they're, they're named Clark and Brent, yeah. and they they're they, the chubby tubby boys. They, well, they're okay. So that that could be the name. The name isn't. You know, he said it's not. Uh, it's set in stone, but Sharon Stone. Sharon Stone could be in it as the mom. Yeah, that's great. Because you worked with her in Casino. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I read it today, and I think that it's really worth you checking out. Okay. And are you open to that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely open to... I mean, yeah, definitely. I love to read it. I get an eye, Like, yeah, I love to see it. It seems like a pretty reasonably priced film to make. Yeah. Well, because it's a lot of green screen other than the tub. Oh. I think I've never I do uh, I've done a green screen before, so is there shouldn't be a problem. And in it, they have they have a best friend who is a um, fish who barks like a What's dog. What's his name? The fish's name is real quick is Gok. What? Like Goku? Goku? Yeah, yeah, Goku. I'm a huge Dragon Ball fan. You guys probably <laughs> didn't know this. I'm I really love uh, Dragon Ball a lot. I'm a um, you may not think this, but I am Vegeta's my favorite. Uh, yeah, that no actually way. makes a lot of sense. Yeah. He's got what? most in common with some of the moody Italian characters I put on screen. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you're you're open to reading this script for Bingo, though. Yeah. Oh God, that's gonna make him feel so much better. Yeah. He just really admires you and didn't want you to feel uncomfortable. I wish he had brought it to me, um, but you know it's great. I'd be happy to read it. Okay. Good. Yeah. And. Uh, Clay, I saw you were talking. What's the other guy's name? Oh, Wally. Well, I saw you were talking to Wally. What was he saying to you? Oh, the, his film? Um, oh, uh, he had a film. So Bingo has a film and so does Wally. Yeah. And that is the... Um, What's it called? Uh, the Bubble Book. The Bubble Book? <laughs> <laughs> bubble Book? Bubble Book. Yeah, the long title is The Big Brown Bubble Book. <laughs> What's that about? Oh, The Big Brown Bubble Book? <laughs> Uh, uh, it's about a, uh, it's about a guy named Theo Vaughn. <laughs> I, I, uh, that sounds familiar. Yeah. I've seen him do stand-up before. Yeah. He's very good. Yeah, it's him, uh, him, Joe, Joe Rogan and the gang. Uh, uh, Are they already attached to the script? Uh, yeah, they're attached to the script. And wow. it's, a, it's about them um, uh, seeing everyone's side, and they uh, they get nothing done. Oh. Yeah. They see everyone's side. Yeah, left and right. They sit right there on the center. <laughs> it's a centrist film. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
Uh, Man, that stuff just follows you everywhere, doesn't it? Clay? Yeah, I mean, I, well, which, are you open? Great. Are you you're open to a, a political film? Definitely. I even have an idea right now, and that's before the film even starts in all black, you know, or you mm-hmm. you just you dedicate it to somebody usually. But instead of that, you put uh, uh, over black. You bring up. Uh, this is a centrist film. <laughs> this is ded- dedicated to uh, facts and reason. Yeah. Wow. I can really see it. So that's how that's how it starts. So it got me. I was glued to the pages of the uh, Big Brown Bubble book. Yeah. yeah. Man. So okay. Well, so you're open to that too. I'm open yeah. to everything. I've got maybe. I said I'm going to do ten more films and then retire. Oh, ten more. Ten more. You've already done a lot. So wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm 87. I gotta, I, I gotta retire eventually. So man, you're 87. Figure ten more, and then wow. I keep going. Okay, and have you, I'll you, be done. Are you at all interested in making like a Marvel movie or something like that? Uh, yeah, I really wanted to. Okay, cool. Why did you, you um, you know anybody at Disney Marvel Studios? He knows Captain America. Really? I know, yeah, I know him, because he used to go to my show. Oh. Yeah, he used to go to my show um, at whenever I was doing, I was doing this show at... Um, what was the name of the show? The show is called... It was like a big concept show, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like... What a, was that it show was called? A big what was it? it was like a huge gimmick that was really complicated. What it was, was it? called Wit Combs a Duck. Oh, the Wit Combs a Dog Show. Yeah. What was the What was the bit? Is that I comb a dog and I put the hair in, into my mouth? Okay. Yeah, and you loved that. <laughs> and you did that on stage once a month wow. for seven years. <laughs> wow. Okay. Same well, dog, different dog. Same dog. Wow. Yeah. The dog actually passed away on oh. stage. <laughs> That's why the show's over. Yeah. Uh, it was a great, it was a, it was a he, was, he was starting to stink. It was a mean dog. It was a mean dog. <laughs> he was a mean dog. You stink. And uh, everyone left. But yeah. you know, Martin, you've, you've, I've learned so much here about uh, cameras, big boys, and about Mark Barron. And so I'd like to thank you. And I would Is love there- to have you over for a small, big, uh, medium-sized bowl of spaghetti. That sounds great. Is there any final words? Because we do have a lot of listeners out there who really love uh, film and your films. Is there any, and and would like to make films, is there any words of inspiration that people might not have ever heard before that you could give? Mm, Oftentimes I do say become students of film. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Watching movies takes time. Just, um, I don't know. Watch. I think you just need to get out there with an idea and a camera and um do it wow okay that's it you don't that's all you need all you need is a an idea a camera and a uh, a man the size of a bus <laughs> so with maybe that's big right. friends with big friends make big friends mm-hmm. uh, yep make big friends so you can make big movie that's right. You go to the, I don't know, it's great if you, college football players are, are great, especially they don't all make the NFL, so you go to the combine, <laughs> and say, hey buddy, I know you're not, or, yeah, you could play fifth string for the Raiders, or you could come make a movie with me. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That, now that's an offer. That is some good advice. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, guys. Uh, okay, which way's out? Uh, it's it's yeah, the, just the, the, the way, that way, that one door. Okay. All right. See you, Martin. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks.
that's been another episode of the American Arts and Culture Review with our number one co-host, Clay Tatum. Our number one guest, Martin Scorsese, and our number one audience member, Rodney Berry. Please like and subscribe and review. Ready to get a shit down here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Wow, that was really good, Clay. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.